Welcome to Flip the Library, a podcast from Gwinnett County Public Library. I'm Steve. I am the manager of the Grayson branch. And my name is Monor. I'm a library associate at the Norcross branch. The intersectionality of libraries and social work are a tale as old as time. With the help of social workers, libraries have been able to provide more holistic assistance with a myriad of services, such as housing, employment, legal support, and food assistance. Social workers are an important way for libraries to further serve our communities. Today, we're sitting down to chat with Gwinnett County Public Library social work interns and one of our branch managers. Welcome to the show, everyone. Can you all introduce yourselves? Hi, I'm Tim England. I am 48 years old, and I am a senior at Georgia State University, majoring in social work. I have been a stay-at-home mom for the last 26 years. I have three children, all in their 20s, and I graduate with my bachelor's in May, and I'm hoping to move on to grad school in the fall. My name is Julian Yates. I am 33 years old. I am also a senior in the BSW program, and I will be graduating with my bachelor's in social work in May. And I'm hopefully starting in the advanced placement in the summer for my master's. I've been in the military for six years before coming to Georgia State in social work. So most of my time has been spent in the military. Hi, my name is Maria. I am a senior at Georgia State, completing my bachelor's program in the spring of 2023. I am at the Norcross branch and having a wonderful time over here. My name is Ariel, and I'm one of the social work interns at the Lawrenceville branch. And I have been at the library for the past two months. And I'm Adam. I'm the branch manager of the Lawrenceville branch. Well, what drew you all to social work as a career in the first So, well, when I first started school a million years ago, I started out as a psychology major, and then I moved on to nursing school. But what I realized is I really wanted to be more on the ground level in the community, helping people where they really needed it the most. And I felt like social work was really the best fit for that. Plus, within the social work field, there are so many different paths you can take career-wise. And I really wanted to leave that opportunity open for myself. The interesting thing is I also started in psychology, but this was back in 2007. And then I quit school. And then after my military career, I noticed, especially with children in our military families, there's a lot of trauma, there's a lot of hardships, and there's a lot of struggles because in the military, it's usually the parents or service members who come before the kids. So wherever the parents need to go, then the kids don't have a say. They just have to kind of pick up and just follow their parents. And that leaves a lot of emotional damage and mental trauma as well. So as I was leaving the military, it's like, I'm kind of wanting to work with kids, especially in a military family, just kind of help them regroup and to be able to pick up their life after wherever they're sent with their family. So I felt a need in that area. And that's kind of what drew me to social work after my military career. And I guess a super interesting thing is that I did not start in psychology. I started in the business world. And from business, I found it completely not worth my time, that it wasn't meant for me. And so I moved on after taking a criminology course and a comparative culture course, 
that is where I found my passion of doing research and finding out more information about critical race theory or the difference between men and women in this country and all of that interesting stuff. And so that's what led me to social work because I did not want to become a lawyer or a police officer after getting a law degree or a criminal justice degree. I didn't want to become a nurse or a doctor, which is a path that some people take when they also want to help people. I think social work is the way of helping. Originally, I was a psychology major and I wanted to find a way to be able to help the people that I'm working with. And I thought that in order to do that, maybe I could start with understanding cognition and the relationship with thoughts, emotions, behavior, and psychology would be a great major to do that. And then as I was going more into the major, we tended to look at a medical model where we labeled the people we were working with while ignoring holistic factors that come into play when working with individuals. And when I took a look at the social work code of ethics and values, I saw that a lot of those aligned with my own values. And I pretty much enjoyed how social work took not just a holistic perspective, but a strengths-based approach in working with people. And that's really important to empower the people that we're working with. Yeah, it's really important to look at that intersectionality of various things. Well, I think that leads in well to our next question, which is how do you feel that library work and social work are similar? And why do you think it makes sense for social workers to be located within libraries? Well, I'd say one thing that I've noticed that we work with a variety of people in the library and social work, we're working with a diverse population as well. I'd also say librarians do help people access information and resources. And as social workers, we're also helping clients access information and resources, even though that will be more from a social welfare standpoint or finding strengths in community in a way. And I would say that in the library, there's a need for social workers because there are a lot of workers that come in who need help accessing social services that may be beyond what a librarian can do. And having that social worker in the library can help people navigate those confusing governmental websites or filling up documentation that we have a background and training in through our courses and practicums. And just to add what, to what Ariel said, you know, both of us, social work interns, librarians, it's all about helping people. And connecting people to resources, I think that's really some common ground between the two roles. And she's right. The social work interns sometimes are more well-versed in these resources and what the particular needs of people are. So that specialty is really needed in libraries right now. What we're seeing an uptick or an increase in people who are struggling for various reasons. In a sense, we're all educators, but at the same time, it's essential for social workers to be in a library because I know the library is heavily governed by policy and especially confidentiality and all of these things. But social workers and us social work interns were able to kind of tiptoe across those boundaries a little more and we're able to get more involved with certain aspects of the customer situations that librarians can't. As a librarian, though, I will say I do appreciate y'all being here to help bridge that gap. 
because there's only so much that we can do or the resources that we might know of or not know of. So it's nice that y'all are here to kind of fill in the gaps and actually be able to dedicate more time to help those customers that might need that extra assistance. So for our next question, what kinds of services do you offer library customers? So we mostly assist customers with guiding them to resources within the community, but we really try to help in any way that we can outside of the scope of what the library staff can do. For example, yesterday I spent almost two hours helping a customer who was struggling to complete a visa application for his mother. And that is not something the library staff would have had the time or the knowledge to complete within their day. But we also participate in other library activities as well. For example, I assist with the free meal distribution in Snellville on Wednesday mornings. But we are also open to participating in any kind of library programming where we could be of help. And sometimes I've worked with members who just need to vent about what's going on in their lives. And I'm there to listen, even though we may not be able to fully solve that. Just having that person to be able to listen is one step forward and maybe helping to alleviate the stressors in that person's life. What type of work do y'all do with the library staff? So this could be in terms of programming or outreach. Kim, you had mentioned the food distribution. So if there's anything else that y'all would like to add to that, that you've helped with library staff. I know with the library staff and their outreach, I know I've given resources. because I think one of the associates here goes to a school and does a parent outreach. And they're mostly minorities who don't really speak English that well. So I've helped the associate with resources, with flyers and information that's translated on organizations' websites and giving them to that associate so that they can bring it to the clients there. Whatever the needs of the, the population that the librarian is working with, I'm just there to just help provide those resources. One of the things that I did was a few weeks ago, I was able to volunteer at Atlanta Pride with the library staff. Just getting the word out there so that people know that the library system is all inclusive. You know, I know that we have an equity task force, which is fantastic. And like Julian said, being able to share resources with the staff that they have may have not known about. Like I was able to share with the staff about the fact that here in Gwinnett County, we have a mental health officer that can be called. So instead of always dialing 911, if you suspect that you know, a client who may be in crisis or may be disruptive is causing problems, this mental health officer can help in a different way than just an, you know, an actual police officer did. And most of the staff did not even know that that was an option. So they actually copied the flyers and kind of put them in all the stations so that staff knew about that. We just take that load away from library associates that they don't have to worry about trying to find X resource or Y organization that goes onto us. And so the library associate can then continue doing their job, which is helping the clients at the library about library things. But, you know, Kim mentioned the pantry. Norcross also does food handouts on Thursday mornings. And it's just nice to hand out those flyers with everyone's name, every social worker names on it and have clients come in and say, hey, I saw you on this piece of paper. 
can I speak to you? Can I make an appointment with you? That's an hour that I hand out to a client while the library associate can continue doing their own job. And I just want to say that I appreciate y'all so much, truly. In what ways does your work challenge you all? I'd say the challenging part is when I'm working with the library customer and there isn't a way for me to be able to fully resolve everything that's going on in their lives because that's going to take a series of appointments and the work that I do is more of a walk-in or booking a single appointment and maybe they might come back. And sometimes there are issues in transportation and that person maybe not being able to come back on a regular basis or timing with their work schedule or their family. And then also since the work that I do people is very short term, I'm not having that opportunity to maybe work on a long-term goal, but I can help point them in the right direction. Also, at the same time, there may be issues, like for example, with one of the governmental websites that may not be working for that day. I've had had that issue before, and it's really frustrating for both of us when it's beyond our control, but we do the best to try and schedule another appointment if that will work for them, or I can help guide them to going to see one of the other social work interns at the three other branches. I think for me, the most challenging thing is to draw up emotional and mental boundaries. For example, just yesterday, I was helping a client the job application. So that took that took a really long time to just for him to gather the information he needed, his work history and his references, and then helping him fill out the application itself because he's he doesn't speak English that well, and he can't really see the font on the screen even when it's blown up. So just helping him through that. For like right after that, we went to housing resources and because they teach us empathy, but I'm still in the process of learning where to draw the line. And I have to remember that these feelings I'm feeling, they're not mine. They're the, they're the clients. And I should, I should be able to separate myself from their feelings and my own. And I'm kind of struggling with that with the past few clients I've had. But I remember one of my first clients, well, someone came in asking about rental assistance, about immigration issues, and I felt what she felt. And I held it together until she had left. I had said goodbye, and I was in my supervisor's room, office, speaking to her. I started crying, and it had just all poured out. But I had to come back ready the next day to do it all over again. So for me, one of the challenges is that each day, I just don't know what to expect. I never know what a customer is going to come in needing or wanting help with. So having to be prepared sort of on all levels each day can be a challenge. The other aspect I find challenging is the lack of resources that are just available in certain areas. For example, right now, there is a real lack of affordable housing within Gwinnett County. And some of the waiting lists that are out there, people are on them for years. So it can be really challenging to have a customer come to you for help, knowing that there isn't going to be much you can do for them just because there is just a lack of resources in the community. And that's kind of heartbreaking. 
Well, and honestly, you know that that goes back to our earlier question about library work and social work being similar. It's the, the kind of the same things there, and that's another good thing about you guys being there because you can talk to the, your library colleagues there about the same issues. And you know, we talk to our staff a lot about you know be professional in front of the customer, and then if you need to come back to the back room and cry or yell or you get upset or whatever, that's fine. But you know, but you keep it in front, keep it together in front of the customer, and then take it out there. It's just professional empathy is kind of a hard thing that I think everybody in helping professions probably feels that same way. It's so hard that you do feel for them. But a lot of it is, as Julian said, you're feeling what they're feeling and taking it on yourself. And you just have to be able to make that barrier to take care of yourself. But the flip side of that other question is, what do you enjoy about your line of work? So I do outreach at Norcross Cooperative Ministries here in Norcross. It is maybe a five-minute drive from the library, which is great for me. But one thing that I truly enjoy about doing outreach there is that they're currently doing Christmas intake. So many fathers and mothers come in asking for Christmas gifts for their children this Christmas season. And it truly is a blessing to be able to provide something for a child to get a gift. I like seeing instances where the system actually works because we hear a lot of times how the system failed clients or how the system failed a certain person. But it's also really reassuring when I've given resources to a client and then the next time they see me, they go, oh, well, my application went through. I got approved for rental assistance or I got approved for SNAP or, oh, you know, I know you helped me with housing a couple of weeks ago, but now, you know, they call me back and I'm able to pay for my rent and everything now. So it's definitely really, really nice when we see the fruits of our labor and like, man, you know, despite the very negative stigma that the social work system has. Like it's really nice to see that it actually works for some people and that, you know, there's hope and that, you know, maybe not every social worker is bad or maybe not every organization is quote unquote lazy and that they're actually doing their job and and seeing the needs of the customers all the way to the end. And now these needs are being met. So I think it's really nice and rejuvenating, especially from what I said earlier, that our the fruits of our labor does show sometimes. And I think that's very enjoyable when we're able to see those things. I agree with Julian. I feel like it's a very satisfying feeling to be able to really help someone that you've just met. And I feel like that's not something that comes across in our lives often. And so that's sort of unique to, I feel like, this profession. I would say in social work, I enjoy being able to help people find a sense of independence and self-confidence and being able to, maybe I could do this myself with the right support in my environment where I can be the best of who I can be. It's really rewarding to get to see people go from a place of feeling utterly disconnected from their community to being reconnected again. So, Ariel, how do you work with library staff? And Adam, how do library staff interact and refer to customers to Ariel? So when I'm working with library staff, usually when I'm sitting at my desk, sometimes I get a walk-in referral in a way where someone may go to the front desk and may be in need of more of a social service assistance. And 
sometimes the library associates guide that person to my desk and I could sit down with them and talk about what's going on. I've also had the opportunity to be part of some of the programming at the library. For example, I got to be part of Let's Talk last week, which was really amazing. I also got to help with the presentation for New Americans, where a lot of people from the Let's Talk group came to sit in on that. And that was really helpful for me to be able to introduce myself to them and for them to get to know me. Yeah. And in addition to to the walk-ins, book librarian appointments are great. That way we can make sure that there's an allotted time for Ariel to meet with the person. And it's great. Now we've got four social work interns at, what is it, Centerville, Snellville, Buford, Norcross, and Lawrenceville. Yeah. So there's multiple avenues now for them to, to meet with a social work intern at different locations. So in November, we're going to be filming a social media bite featuring the social work interns. So look for that to be on our Facebook and other social media pretty soon. How can our customers make an appointment with y'all? And where can they go on our website? And when are y'all available? And what branches are you located at? So customers can go on the GCPL website and go under Book a Librarian. Appointments are only one hour long. So it's important for customers to come in on time because that time will get reduced. If you come in, for example, half an hour late, then we'd only have half an hour together. But that is a great resource to in being able to ensure that we have that time allotted to work with each other instead of having a drop-in where I may or may not be available. I'm available at the Lawrenceville branch on Tuesdays from 10.30 to 7 p.m. and Fridays and Saturdays from 1 to 5 p.m. And then the other way that you can get in contact with us is through our emails. It's pretty much whatever branch we're at. So mine's Buford Outreach at GwinnettsPL.org. And most of my appointments have been through that. And then for me specifically at the Buford branch, I am here officially Wednesdays from 2 to 6 p.m. Thursdays, 11.45 to 8.15 p.m. or 8 p.m. because that's when the library closes. And Saturdays, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. So we have some older customers that do not navigate technology well. So in those cases, I tell them to just call the library main number and tell them that they want to meet with a social work intern. And a person answering the phone will help them in that respect. And if they do have trouble navigating the book of librarian appointments, the library staff is always there to help them and walk them through that process. And so I am available on Mondays at Centerville from 10 to 2. And then I go to Snellville from 3 to 7. I'm also available Wednesdays in Centerville from 3 to 7. I am Maria. I'm bilingual and I'm at the Norcross branch. I am here Wednesdays from 1.36 p.m. Thursdays 10 to 2 and Fridays 2 to 4. I speak Spanish and English. If you know anyone who may need a Spanish-speaking social work intern. And I just wanted to add real quick that if there are clients at branches where there are no social work interns, the request still gets brought up. And I know there was a Dekula branch request and the information got to me. So basically, I just got the customer's contact info and then I called them asking if they still needed assistance. So if 
if there is no social work intern, then clients are still able to make appointments and a social work intern will still meet with them, but it might just not be in person. It might just be virtually or through a phone call. And they don't need a appointment to see us. They can also just walk in the library. Thank you so much to our social work interns for joining us on this episode of Flip the Library. If you would like to make an appointment to see one of them, you can visit our website at GwinnettPL.org and click on the link for our Book a Librarian form under the Find It tab. Flip the Library provides an inside look at Gwinnett County Public Library and brings to light the many ways the library impacts and enriches our customers' lives. Go to GwinnettPL.org slash podcasts to find out more about the library's podcasts and to get new episodes of Flip the Library, follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your podcast app of choice. If you enjoy the show, don't forget to rate and review it on your podcast app. Keep up to date with the library on social media at Gwinnett Library. Thanks for listening. Connect, learn, and grow with your Gwinnett County Public Library.